0: to another episode of Crowdwork My name is Andrew Barnett. Thank you very much for joining me. My guest this week is Tom Orr. Uh Socceroo Tommy Orr, you ask? No. Uh, Sydney Comedies Tommy Orr. Um Tom, if you don't know Tom, uh a lot of people probably don't know Tom. Uh he's not a super high profile guy, but he's uh he's been kicking around the Sydney comedy scene for a little while now and he's one of those guys every time I uh, I see him perform, I'm like, "Wow, he got funnier and funnier." And uh, yeah, he's uh, he's certainly a, a very talented guy, and uh, I dare say you're going to hear more of him in the future um, if you don't already haven't already seen him or know of him. But uh, good guy, and uh, actually, the reason um, for those of you playing on, along at home and uh, may have noticed this episodes uh, a few days late, and there's a good reason for that. And that is, uh, we wanted to announce, uh, we wanted to wait until we could announce that uh, Tom and a couple of mates of his uh, former guest of the program, Andrew Paskin, and uh, another guy, Tom Shaw, uh, who's a lovely dude, um, and uh, hopefully a future guest on the program, uh, they have uh, launched a new comedy room, or they're launching a new comedy room, I should say. The, the first night will be on the, uh, the 1st of March. It's going to run monthly on a Wednesday at the uh, the Cheers Bar in on uh, George Street in the city. And uh, believe it or not, they've gone with the name Cheers Comedy. Uh, it's going to be a good night, um, fully curated lineups and stuff, and uh, it's going to be great. The first night will be on uh, March 1st, and uh, that'll be hosted by a little-known comedian named Andrew Barnett. Um, yeah so I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be hosting on the first night uh, that night's going to be a great night headliner will be Al del uh former guest of the program and former LA comedian of the year and uh, featuring Becky Lucas who hopefully uh, when we work out some scheduling will be uh, a future guest on the program um, so yeah we wanted to wait until uh, until we could announce that formally before I put this episode up we don't actually talk about it at all in the episode, um, because we recorded this a little while ago. But uh, there you go. Uh, Cheers Comedy coming March 1st. It's going to be once a month, every uh, first month, uh, first Wednesday of every month, I should say, uh, at uh, Cheers Bar. If you want to know more, you can check out Cheers Comedy on Facebook or go to www.CheersComedy.com. Or you can Google Cheers Comedy and uh, read about a sitcom. Uh, until they get a bit more traffic to that website, which has just come up and, and Google, find out where it is. But uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's coming up. Um, so please, if you're interested, uh, if you enjoy the chat, even if you don't enjoy this chat, um, come along to Cheers Comedy on uh, the 1st of March. And if you do come along, uh, make sure you do come say hi to me and uh, let me know you uh, listened to the podcast or heard the podcast because uh, I had a couple of guys come up to me at, a, um, at an open mic night where I was uh, popped into uh, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, said they enjoyed the uh, podcast, which is really nice. So uh, yeah, if you do see me around and you listen to the podcast um, and you want to say hi, come up, say hi, uh, mention you listen to the podcast and uh, yeah, keep me motivation to keep going. Um, anyway, that, that was a bit of a bit of a needy finish, wasn't it? Um, anyway, let's just get into the conversation. Uh, here is episode 20 with Tommy Orr. All right, new episode. G'day, buddy. What's your name? I'm Thomas Orr. Thomas Orr. Thomas Orr. It's a uh, similar name to a uh, certain soccer room, mate. Eh? It is, actually.
1: Um, and funnily enough, I've actually met him a few years ago. Really? Yeah. It was... Um, for those who don't know, his name's Tommy Orr, spelled O-A-R, and I'm double Yep. Um, he was with... Uh, he started out with Brisbane Raw, then went to Europe, came back in, now was with Brisbane. Um, but it was the 2010 World Cup. Yep. Um, and I entered a competition to win a soccer's jersey, which has been embarrassing because I was 28 at the time,
0: <laughs> and he nice. was eight,
1: and he was 18. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> but he was there to present. Well, to, to at a some kind of function before they left to go to the World Cup, and um, yeah, I shook his hand. Medium minds. Yeah.
0: Just, oh, nice, nice. He's younger than me, but you know. Yeah, and uh, yeah, some would say slightly better soccer player, but yeah. Uh, well, did you ever? Did, are you a soccer fan? Yeah, I love
1: it. I I watch games every week. I played it when I was younger. Um, I'll, yeah, I'm going to the game tonight. Uh, Sydney FC against Western Sydney. But yeah, I love oh, the, it. It's, it's, the Sydney Derby. Yeah, the derby. The oh, sorry, <laughs> derby. Basically, a plastic derby. I mean, derbies are for um, clubs that have been around for 120 years yeah. next to each other. Yeah, you know, The Sydney one's been around, I think, six, ten, six or seven, actually.
0: Yeah, it's it's manufactured rivalries yeah. at this point. But, hey, what are you going to do? But It's a good crowd. It's a good game, yeah. Yeah, so you Sydney or Western Sydney? Uh, Sydney, Sydney, yeah. Ah, Eastern suburbs, boy, eh? Yeah, I was born in Paddington.
1: Were you really? Yeah. So Just you, Sydney,
0: born and raised?
1: Uh, I was born in Sydney. Until I lived here in Croydon until I was about 10. Yep. And then moved down to Canberra. Nice, Canberra.
0: Yeah. What do you like were you folks doing uh, down there? yeah
1: dad got a job down there, so
0: what was he doing
1: He works for the government he's a constitutional lawyer a
0: constitutional lawyer, yeah, and there's work for that in canberra apparently yeah, that's amazing <laughs> constitutional that that constitutional law um amazes me in that it's essentially one document i've right. seen it it's yeah. not that long you read it yeah, yeah i I think I had to read it in like year nine okay. or something, but uh didn't understand all of it, but it's a, that, that, that's a whole uh, area of law just on that one document yeah like your dad must know it back to front
1: yeah I think he does he's tried I mean I've he's tried to he's given us a copy to read I haven't read it but
0: is he a fan is he does he think it's like because you know how like in America they're, they're massive on their constitution oh yeah he's, he's not American fanatical but yep. <laughs> oh look at this this is a great passage section 1c <laughs> yeah he's quoted that a couple of times oh nice <laughs> Oh man that's um, so what do you do? Um,
1: I do a couple of casual jobs at the moment, so um, didn't go into law like the old man? No, it's very yeah, it didn't really appeal to me. Um, I do like law actually now I've gotten older, I do like legal things.
0: <laughs> like legal no, things? No, as in, <laughs> as
1: in I, like, uh, I like arguing a point. Oh, I was going to
0: say, I, was, uh, so I like legal things, you know, like not speeding. <laughs> you ever see me drive, I'm always uh, below the speed limits. <laughs> I like, um, yeah, I
1: mean, lawyer, that, that tr- sort of traditional view of lawyers in a court arguing a point is a lot like stand-up comedy, I think. Yeah. So it's, that's the part I like. If you've got evidence, you
0: know, where were you on the night of the 12th? the logic of laying the logic out an of argument laying yeah. out an argument that yeah that appeals to me yeah no i that 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 side of it appeals to me too i, I hesitate to um think that that's actually how it is for most part for most lawyers the whole oh that would be right.
1: 5% of their day yeah, the other 95% exactly. is film,
0: paperwork I'd say yeah and um <laughs> but yeah I, I, once again for me it was always the thing with law was um it required you to you know get a law degree um, never my forte getting yeah. degrees, so <laughs> didn't didn't really happen for me. So you grew up um, mostly in Croydon, or until you were what, yeah until I was 10? about ten. Yeah. So where would you say you're from? Like, because uh, I've, I've done this too. Like I, I probably spent a bit longer than that. We we lived um, when I was real little. We lived on Norfolk Island for a bit. Then yep. we were in um, a place called Corowa for about ten years, and yep. then parents moved to Newcastle. So. If I say I'm going home, I go home to Newcastle because that's where my parents are. Yeah, yeah. But part of me is like, well, you know, I live much, much longer in uh, in Corowa. Mm. Um, yeah, same for me. I've, I've lived much
1: longer in Sydney, but my parents and a lot of family are in Canberra, a lot of friends as well. Yeah. So, yeah, In um, in Barack Obama's book, he calls home... He's got a term for home. I think home squared. So he's got a regular home in America, but home squared is in Kenya. So that's how I th- that's how I think of. Oh yeah, i think squared. yourself as Barack Obama of yeah. Canberra, do you? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <But laughs>
0: well, you know the, the dreams of your father. Uh, yeah, that's to, right. To get you to uh, to read the Constitution. <laughs> that's uh, right. Smaller dream than uh, than his than his old man's, but you know. I, w- I won't be going for um, prime minister. You don't th- you don't think so? No. Are you political at all?
1: Uh, I follow it a lot. Yeah, I love following it. It's like sport. It's like an ongoing saga. It's like, I like those ongoing, never-ending soap operas, like politics, sport. There's just always something happening. There's stories within stories.
0: That's what, it, yeah. So where would you put yourself in the... If you don't mind me but probing, uh, where would you put yourself on the political spectrum? Soft left, Andrew. Soft left. <laughs> I find most of the left are soft, mate. <laughs> Bleeding exactly. heart softies. <laughs> uh, no, no. Soft left. What is that? I've never heard that term. What is oh, soft left? Oh, you know, there's, there's like
1: the hard left. There's the nutcase left. Yeah. Then there's soft left, sort of leaning left. And there's a the middle,
0: I guess yeah. there's soft. I picked it up somewhere. See, I, I consider myself sort of center left. Yeah. Um, you know, similar thing. But yep. mostly, um, I feel like mostly a centrist, which is... Yep. Um, I think this is probably a whole lot of people just turning the podcast off cuz I've started talking <laughs> politics. But um but yeah, it's it's a weird it's a weird thing that you even have to define where you sit in the political yeah, spectrum. Yeah, I mean you really you should take every issue on its merits. And yeah. it's just there's
1: only certain issues that get put you in certain categories that you know.
0: Yeah, well the thing is it's hard. I, what I th- Why I think we do it is it's, if you try and deal with every issue on its merits, you have to be across every issue. Yeah, that's right. Which <laughs> no is No one's hard. got the time. <laughs> yeah, so it's easy to pick People a People work
1: all week. You gotta
0: yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you dedicated as, as much time as you needed to to be actually politically informed, like, like I suppose that as voters we should be, mm. man, it, you wouldn't have time to do anything no, else. No. So that's why you sort of got to, you know... Broken down to oh, pick a team and hope that they're doing yeah. the right thing. I suppose. And most
1: of most of us, we see an issue. You just get the headline, read the first paragraph. Yeah, yeah. you can't and be you go, that. Man, informed I got clickbaited about, into this again. Yeah. you can't be that informed to know the intricacies of everything. Yeah, it's 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 a weird um,
0: thing. So um, I actually,
1: but I, you know, I actually joined the Labor Party. Um, oh, really? A while ago, uh, a few years ago, I joined up. Just went to a, two meetings and and I didn't go back. But I was just curious to see what it was like. So yeah, that's as far as my political life has gone. Oh,
0: he's joined the Labor Party. Here we yeah. go. I've been of back, a, so I don't know what that says. <laughs> start of a burgeoning career. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they care as long as you're paying the dues. Oh, stop paying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well then. <laughs> oh man, that's um yeah. I've I do not It's never been an inclination of mine to to join a political party. It's mm. I, I don't know why. Because I do consider my... Like, I do... I, I'm a bit like you. I like I follow it a bit and yep. try and keep across things. But, d- yeah, d- in terms of actually, like, putting my flag in yeah saying well, what Yeah, uh, the part
1: of the reason I left or didn't go back is because they kept... Um, you soft left, by the way. Yeah, that's right. They are... Uh, they kept getting me to um, do things like when elections came up, the state election came up. They asked me to, you know, flyer or phone around and that kind of thing. And that's <laughs> they wanted you to be active in the party. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be. I'm curious to see how the whole system works, but I don't want to be actively, you know. I don't believe it
0: enough to be calling people and selling it. Yeah, that that's my thing too. Is like. I'll, I'm happy to have my own views, but the confidence to to try and tell someone else that they should yeah. have the same view—that's that, just a little further down the line. Yeah. Um, which I suppose if you listen to, I've probably got plenty of friends who would say that I've or I've been happy to you know give them advice over the years. Right. But um, it's yeah, I don't know. Like it, it's it's a, d- a bit of a, a uh, further down the road step to say this is how um, you should vote to to someone else, who's yeah. Not essentially asking. If anything, you should be giving them, even giving them the information to read, rather than mm. telling them to. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know how much time you got to read when you're lining nah. up. Like you, but m- the most important thing for me when I'm lining up to vote is uh, the one thing I'm reading is the price of the sausages. <laughs> Did I bring and enough change to what get a laddington? of sauce <laughs> have they got? Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: What, what, what is your sausage sizzle uh, choice? Uh, no onion and tomato sauce. No onion and, and tom- brown bread. Brown bread. Yeah. If Look they at have you. And cheese,
0: specifically. Cheese. Cheese, tomato sauce, brown bread, one sausage, one sausage. Yeah. yeah nice. So that's your. Do you, how often do you find like? Because I'm just trying to think. Most of my sausage sizzle encounters these days are outside Bunnings, <laughs> um, and the, um, not often they'll have the the cheese. Right. I'm not as sophisticated as you. So I've been well, you live in the inner Bunnings, west, yeah? <laughs> don't you? You get the fancy. You probably get Gruyere and stuff on you. you kale fancy. and <laughs> yeah, exact kale slaw.
1: Yeah. So uh, spinach after it's been in a juicer
0: and yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so, um see, have you ever been into the mild American mustard? This is my this is revolutionized my sausage really? sizzle. Yep. Is it is tomato sauce and mild American mustard? When in you combination. Say mild,
1: how mild, is it hot as in how hot is it? Spi- I don't like anything spicy.
0: No, no, what. no, no, no. It's American. Yeah, so okay. it's got uh, just a bit of tang, that's about it. Okay. Like it's it's it is very, very easy eating. Okay. Um it's uh yeah, no, it it revolutionized my sausage sizzle. Is that right? Do you have it with the tomato sauce? Yep. With okay. tomato sauce, so you do you know how you can do your little zigzag down the snag. Yep. So zigzag one way, sauce, zigzag the other way. With mild must, American mild American mustard. Okay. It looks amazing and tastes. I'm willing fantastic. to give it a go. I like oh. um, tomato sauce. I have to sauce. get you back on to see how it went.
1: <laughs> I like tomato sauce with mayonnaise. That's a good combination. Oh really? Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh wow, I don't know Gives how I feel about that. It's a bit European, Tommy. <laughs> 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 We're not in the south of France. <laughs> yeah, you you're inner West habits. <laughs> Mate, that's, uh, <laughs> that. well, um, so the casual jobs.
1: Yeah, uh, I was doing disability support work. I've been doing that
0: for a couple of years. No, oh, I'm not going to make fun of that. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a, that's a, how'd you get into that? Um, I, was after,
1: I was working in an office for a few years and um, was enjoying whether to do something different. And yeah, I applied for a couple of jobs and got them. So, Nice. Um, yeah, it's pre- it's hard, like, yeah, it's yeah. hard to do, but it's, it's, uh, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Just, and so you're
0: driving around people. Yeah.
1: I work at a, um, like a, um, uh, there's a couple of places. So there's, um, place for adults. Yep. Uh, and they live in homes and helping them drive around. Sort of respite stuff or. Yeah. Respite. And there's another place for kids and that's more respite, respite for the adults, yeah. for, the, for the parents, sorry. Um yeah we'd take them out for the day and um yeah go to the movies or look after them you know some overnights if their parents
0: are going away that kind of thing i did I did some work with just a respite place like when I was about i think I was nineteen twenty and um just like very very short term but um I remember we took the we took a a, a group um, you'd go around, pick them up in the morning, rest yep. quite stuff, sort of. And we'd taken them on this picnic down. We were in Newcastle, and down we'd gone down past Swansea. Yep. And um, I forget where we went, but on the way back, um, we're sitting at these traffic lights, a big intersection, and all the, all the, the crew was looking out the front of the window. There's this cool kid riding his skateboard, right. um, and he's riding across the road like you know the lights change, and he's crossing in front of us, directly in front of the bus. Yep. Um, his front truck's... On his skateboard, sort of just buckle under, like I don't know where, <laughs> and uh, he face planted in front of this bus of um, intellectually disabled people, who laughed so <laughs> loud and hard at him. <laughs> this poor kid, he got up. He was, he was. One minute he's the coolest kid in the world. Next yeah, minute, right. he's face planted <laughs> in front of a bus full of people who just they, because where whereas. Um, You know, sometimes uh, most adults will have the snicker, or, you know, it won't be so obvious. They saw this, there was that beautiful unbridled joy of seeing something funny and just laughing. There's, there's a few things funnier than someone falling over. Especially <laughs> when they're, they're the, the fo- it's, it's, it's the fall, fall from grace and the well, fall from yeah. grace. <laughs> this kid was, he, he was riding high, he was so cool. Bam, front truck goes, face plant, on the road, right Yeah, in especially front when of he's bl- looking cool. Scared. Yeah. Probably yeah. the funniest thing I've
1: ever seen was an old job a few years ago um, as a hotel and we were having like a trivia night and so all the staff were down, um, sitting down, and one of the head honchos of the hotel is one of the accounts managers, something like that, who paid everyone the money, and he was running a bit late, but there's like the mezzanine level. So, so we're all sitting down, there's probably 80 of us, and then he kind of got the levels wrong and turned up the mezzanine level, and he looked out over all of us, um, and he got the wrong place. And so he's on this sort of platform, right? And he's holding two beers, and there's a step there he missed, and so we all saw him. So everyone in the... Everyone in the office are looking up. Oh, hey, I can't remember his name. There he is. And then he looked down and he's holding two beers and he just swayed from one side, lost his footing, swayed to the other side and just slowly just toppled over Aww. with his two beers. <laughs> and just the fact that he was like, you know, the head guy of the hotel and just collapsed. with. It. It's just, That's fantastic. No, I, I, I'd never laughed so hard for so long. That um, just as contagious laughter where everyone went for about twenty minutes. Yeah, too, because that's that's the person you're usually you don't want to mess yeah, up. Yeah, no, of. no one wants to you know make fun of him or <laughs> step out of place with him, but
0: it's just. <laughs> but there's nothing you can do. Like in two, from that point of view, he's just looking into a crowd full of people laughing. Like there's yeah. no individuals <laughs> laughing. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah, I, I love seeing uh Just there's something to be said for slapstick, like yeah. that sort of slapstick humor. I I just. It's something so vi- it's the reason um like funniest home videos was always yeah like it's still going, isn't it? It's no, it hasn't. Oh. It's it's been stopped for well, it's been replaced by memes now yeah. of the people falling over. It. Yeah. But uh yeah, it's it's like that was no matter what, like you'd be flicking around the T V, you know, six thirty on a Saturday night, you mm. know, getting ready to do whatever you're doing on a Saturday night. And I just I couldn't flick past that show. Yeah. You just stop, and then <laughs> uh, someone's going to get hit in <laughs> <Some> the nuts. <laughs> Some fat old woman falling off a couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know why, but the fat maybe it <laughs> like it's this. Yeah, I don't know. But now that's um, that's, I'm probably going to get um, you know, someone will be upset. Maybe ah. maybe the people that got through the political stuff are turning it off now. Nah. They're going, oh, we thought this was a woke podcast. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, that's. Uh, I, so, is that your style? Do you like the slapstick type humor, or what? What, do you, what type of comedy? Because like, you do, you obviously do comedy. Yeah. Um, I,
1: like, uh, I like I th- like uh, theories and opinions and ideas and that kind of thing. Um, so,
0: who like big name? Who's your Who's your favorite? Comedian? Jerry Seinfeld, Chris Rock, Bill Burr. There's three. Kind of people. Three very different. Sort of uh, approaches like Chris Rock and Burr are both very. Um, I suppose that they're your theories. Yeah, Burr especially the theory theory yep. guy, but um, Seinfeld just jokes.
1: Yeah, but I still think he's got theories in it. If like I, I actually down I found a bootleg of his one of his recent um, shows, and is all just sort of uh, opinions throughout. It's yeah, just a masterclass. Yeah, he is. He is good. So w- how did you get into comedy? Um. I started, I've been here about four years at the moment. Um, I actually did one gig about four years earlier and then didn't do it again. Where was that? Mike in Hand. Mike in Hand. That, yeah. was, my, that was where I first uh, yeah, right. got up. Yeah, There in Glebe. Yeah. Um, it was terrible, and so I didn't do it for four years. But um, yeah, I, I was going to a few gigs in the area and thought I could do that. And I've always loved it. I just didn't have the capacity to get up there.
0: Was it the comedian you saw that wasn't very good that made you think you could do it? Or was it the, the comedian you saw that was really good that inspired you to want to do it?
1: Uh, probably probably a combination. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be polite. <laughs>
0: yeah. There's always that There's always that thing of like you see that you've got your favourites. You go, oh, I'd love to be able to do that. And yeah, then yeah. you go, well, I could at least do better than yeah. that. <laughs> I actually can't remember who it was who I saw. Um,
1: but... Yeah, probably a combination of both, definitely.
0: I I remember when I um when I first when the seed was first planted with me was I'd been um I was I was down in Melbourne for a bit and we were going at the comedy festival was on and we were going each night to this pub the Expert Hotel um and drinking they had yep. the free free comedy after 10 p.m. and it was yep. basically a showcase thing guys would come in and they do their five yep and um you know just basically promote their shows and uh and little did I know I was being the worst audience, me- like the worst uh, audience member for that kind of thing. Because we just go, well, why would you go pay to go to a show? Yeah, well, right. Go and see all these different," <laughs> which is the exact opposite of what you should do if you're yeah. a comedy audience. You need to see someone you like. Go see their their show. Um, I did actually go see someone at that festival though, and I'll get back to that. But the, I remember seeing a, a couple of guys, and I have I have no idea who they were. Yep. But a couple of guys, and I saw them, you know, a few nights apart, and they're doing the same stuff. Yep. And that realization is, oh, that they, they're not like it's not new every time. Yeah, right. They, they just, you know, they they do repeat stuff. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, maybe, maybe, I, maybe I could. And just, okay. and then yeah, and then uh, finally got the courage up, and yeah, got got up at the mic in hand as well. Which, How, uh, how'd you go on your first time? Um, I'm sure if I listened to it now, I'd go horror. Oh, you recorded? Yes. <laughs> 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 of course, recorded. When's this tape coming out? <laughs> This tape is coming out never, <laughs> um, but I, uh, yeah, I didn't, um, I think I recorded it, but yeah, I, d- I got up and it went better than I thought it was going to, I got the best pep talk from a mate, Okay, and I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, so I'll just, I'll keep it short, but um, basically, I had two mates that came along, and they were the only people who knew that I was doing it, Yep, um, and apart from my wife, and um the one of the mates pulls me aside and he had another mate try stand-up comedy a few years before okay. and he goes to me listen this is what's happening it's gonna you're gonna get up there probably no one's gonna laugh <laughs> um, but that's alright just go through it it's hard this is hard you know if it doesn't matter like yep. no one's gonna laugh it's, it's fine and I was like, oh, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't the, But in hindsight, that's the most realistic pep talk. Yeah, I could have got, but because I'd had that, like going off, Oh, no one's going to laugh, and then when they did, I was like, oh, okay, this actually right, went alright." So, yeah. and um, Load yeah, filled me with under a lot promise, of, over deliver. Yeah, filled me with a lot of false confidence. Yeah, um, right. So that was, uh, yeah, that was my first, my first outing, which okay. is, uh, and I find that room. That room's pretty nice too. Yeah. So. Um, Yeah,
1: I remember I wrote, I spent a couple of weeks writing all five minutes for it, but walking up to the pub, I was so nervous. I thought, no, I can't do that. That's not going to work. That's that's rubbish. And so I wrote another five minutes just in the the car park across the road. I love that. (laughs)
0: Look, what I spent two weeks on, that's
1: crap. Yeah, exactly. These five minutes in the car park, that'll be genius. And then halfway through the set, I realized what I'd written in the car park was rubbish and I went back to the other stuff and I only got one or two laughs towards the end, but yeah, it was... Tough. It's very tough.
0: It's There's no... You'll never feel silence greater than a punchline where you think they're going to laugh where you think the laugh is and it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's no <laughs> silence. You just do that. <laughs> <laughs> just try. Your breathing gets weird, and you just got okay. mouth gets dry. You can't remember your next line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, it's. I, I find now I'm. Um, yeah, it's. It's harder to. It's. It's easier to to move past that mm. once you once you know uh, once you got reliable material yep. and you know that you've got something you can go to then then that doesn't uh, that isn't and the confidence can sell it a bit more as well. Oh, too. exactly, exactly. So um, you did. D- other casual job, other than the, the disability support? Yeah, I just worked temp work in an office. Temp work in an yeah. office. Where are you, did you get, what, so high school Canberra? Yeah, so
1: uh, I, after high school in Canberra, I um, went to London for a couple of years. Okay. And...
0: No, you can't just brush over that. You went to London for a couple of years.
1: Yeah, well, I, I left for my 18th birthday um, and got a job in a hotel in the middle of London. Working as a um uh, concierge. Uh Oh yeah. Well porter, I think the technical <laughs> concierge, concierge sounds fancy. Concierge
0: sounds French.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's nothing fancy about that job at all. Um yeah, it was great. You get yeah, there's, there's a staff accommodation in the middle of London. Didn't get paid too much, but you got food and accommodation, so Oh that's
0: all right. Um just, it, yeah, I'm picturing a backpackers by the way.
1: <laughs> yeah, well it's funny, the all the Kantike tours arrived at that hotel. Tommy which or. was um which made me hate Australians and South oh, Africans. Oh, really? Oh, it's awful.
0: And they South just, Africans.
1: Well, the part, the Australians, New Zealanders, South Africans all stayed at that hotel and that's where their they to tour started from. Really? But they were just a mess, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you look, up, look after their backpack for the day. <laughs> oh. um, yeah, it was a great time. I did everything I wanted to. Went to loads of gigs and uh, football games,
0: test match at Lord's, that kind of stuff. Nice. So, you're a cricket fan as well? Yeah. 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 Test one day. What, uh, love tests. I
1: haven't to be honest, I haven't watched that much the last couple of years. Um I watched more Big Bash, which I'm f a little bit ashamed to say. Yeah, who's your team in the Big Bash? The Sydney Sixers. Sydney Sixers. Good. Yeah, we'd see now See they are in Paddington. Yeah, in, yeah, we've got
0: we've got uh You're you're the no, no, no we'd see now this is the thing, is um there was this was a debate in our family. Um we um, my wife wanted us all to, um, all, me, her and the boys, to all go for the one team. Okay. Um, the boys weren't into that's it. That's no fun. You need to divide the household. Well, that's, <laughs> this is the thing. With every other sport, d- the house is divided. Right, okay. She just wants one one house, one <laughs> sport where we're not divided, right? So we say that. We say, all right, who are we going to go for? Who are we going to go for? And um, uh, My oldest boy, just not on board. He goes. I want to go for whoever you're not going for. Because, uh, <laughs> Good him. He, he wanted the rivalry. He loves it. Loves yeah. it. And uh, so we, we we tossed and turned, and, and then it looked like we were, her and I were going to be going for the Thunder, and um, the boys going for the Sixers. Yep. Um, and then uh, and then I realised uh, Shane Watson's uh, in the Thunder, and I was, <laughs> I, I can't do it. Like, by all accounts, he's a lovely guy, Yeah. but he just constantly looks like he's about to cry. Yeah, there's something about his demeanour
1: that doesn't suit his public image at all. Yeah,
0: it's like he doesn't enjoy playing cricket. Yeah, I
1: think he, it, it could be that he cares too much and it just it comes across he doesn't care at all, something like that. Yeah, exactly. Well, this Whatever is it is, it doesn't hurt to smile.
0: Shane. So then my wife, I said, to, I said to my wife, I said, we can't, I, I can't do the this thunder thing and so <laughs> that was the that was we basically said to uh said to our oldest son i said uh, look we're, we're all going to go for the sixes and he's like why and i said because the thunder there's a guy who's uh, <laughs> he's a bit of a whinger and uh and that was uh, that was enough he goes okay well i can't expect you to go for a whinger he wasn't going to go for a whinger so uh there we were so you're all on board with the sixes yes you we're know? all on. Sixes. have you taken them all out to the game not, not yet. Um, we were going to try and go this year, but uh, all the, the games didn't sort of line up with, like we were away camping yep. um, just after Christmas. and yep. then, So all the Sydney games haven't really lined up yep. um, well with what's going on. Like. How old are they, the kids? Uh, oldest boy is eight and yep. youngest one's six.
1: So I remember going my first cricket game when I was probably about eight or ten. Um, my mate's dad took us to a one-dayer. Um, on the hill, back in the old days, it was about the early nineties.
0: Is this in Sydney?
1: <laughs> yep. Nice. Uh, SCG, and I just remember it being absolute chaos. It was the times when there was just drunk idiots
0: falling about. It was oh just, yeah. As, as just another world. That's <laughs> a, and, and that's the thing. Like I think sometimes we um, people don't realise how drunk, publicly drunk. Mm. Um, Sydney used to be well Australia used to be yeah like people go oh we've got a problem with drunkenness like Mike Baird would have freaked out if he had to (laughs) live back in the the early 80s Mike Baird wouldn't have survived the first innings at the SCG yeah (laughs) it would have just been like right, we're we're locking the crowd (laughs) out completely
1: I mean now with the seats it's a bit more there's still a bit of drunkenness but it's just so much better I just remember just absolute chaos people falling over half-naked women like guys with shirts after yelling throwing beers like and you get soaked as, as the wave goes around you just soaked in
0: alcohol yeah well <laughs> we um we went uh a bunch of uh, i went along to uh i think it was day day two day two or day th- yeah, day two of the uh, Sydney test this yep. year. Went along with a couple of, um, with Maddie B, oh yeah, uh, Julia cool. Wilson, just, yeah, a bunch of uh, Sydney comics. Dan, yep. Dan Muggleton, um, who else was there? Reese Piper came along, uh, cool. Dave Smeet, um, Amanda Gray. Yep. So we, we, a bunch of us went along. And um, it was a really good day. But then we, um, d- the f- like, classic, like, Julia went to the bar because um, her and I were drinking beers um, she went to the bar and comes back. And she goes, I just heard the best thing. There was the, you know, the Richies? Yeah. The people that come dressed up as Richie, right? So there, there's the Richies were all there and then there's the watermelon heads that goes with the yep. watermelon cutter and she's at the bar and um, and she hears one, one of the, the bar manager tell one of the bar staff, right, the Richies are cut off but the watermelon <laughs> heads are all right. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Only in Australia at the cricket does that make sense. The yeah, Richies yeah. are all cut off but the watermelon heads are all right.
1: Yeah, that catch on the watermelon head. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, it's like people it can't—they think it's cool. It can't be cool in there in the heat. I surely that surely that keep have the heat in. So,
0: yeah, it, it doesn't look like it breathe a lot, but it's yeah. the other thing is, is like it's like you go look. I want a hat that doesn't really give me any sun protection, like you know, visor or yeah. whatever. But I do want to be sticky on the back of my neck. Yeah, um, <laughs> I've got the perfect yeah, cat for you. That it's a watermelon. Been dripping down all of your head all day. Yeah, in your hair, it's freaking outrageous. Especially in the heat, you start to sweat, and it's yeah. like, uh, oh no, nah, no dice, idiots. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, but they hate, they can handle their drink. The richies couldn't. Yeah, <laughs> that's. So would you say like so cricket, soccer, any other sports? Uh mainly those two. I don't. I follow
1: them. I follow soccer quite a lot. So it, takes, it I don't have too much time to. I love the the intricacies of it. Like I watch the Premier League a lot, and it's like a, um, it's just like a. There's so many plots and subplots involved, It's like a you know, never-ending soap opera. You know, this guy used to play for this team, now he's over here. Then he's trying to resurrect his career. Then the coach used to be over here, and then they're out of form. Can so I make it so back?
0: So like the East Enders of sport. Yeah, yeah. 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 You did spend a bit of time in London, didn't you? Know, yeah. Getting into your soaps. But <laughs> um. Yeah, I gotta say, I never, never really got into soccer. Like it's right. just never been. There's
1: all that. Then there's the tactics. Then there's you know, once you get into all that, it's a whole other world as well.
0: Yeah, I look. I to be honest, I I don't mind soccer. Like when the World mm. Cups and when the big tournaments are on, I'll um I'm more than happy to watch yeah watch the games and and that sort of stuff. But um and I I, I love watching the soccer play. Um, but, but yeah, it's never been my number one sport. I think I grew up in the only town in the world. For the most part, growing up, as I said, Corowa. there was just no soccer. There right. was, it, you had the choice of uh, Australian rules football, uh, hockey, or there was. So um, you went with, what did you go with hockey? Yeah, hockey. <laughs> oh, what? Were what, you laughing? You thought that was a joke, did yeah, you tell me? <laughs> <laughs> that's a men's sport, my <laughs> friend. That's a, yeah. Uh, no, that's a, It's hockey, field hockey. Um, it, uh, The Australian teams, Australia is one of the better mm. um, I sort don't of d- nations at um, it. But have you ever watched a, like a. Like i f- I've got to say the skill level is pretty high, and <laughs> with s- the
1: sticks and the fast moving
0: ball and the yeah. yeah, they're so quick these days. Like I um I I remember the last season I played because I played over at St George. I was played, um mostly mostly just second grade, yep. over there. But the last season I played, I just remember chatting to this guy um at training. It's one of these guys he's, he'd come up from when he was one of the sort of he was, I think he was our first grade captain yep. when it was his first year and we're chatting away and he's um, doing stuff with the ball like you know you, you dribbling sort, yeah. sort of side to side he was doing that but flicking it up off the <coughs> ground and doing it in side to side in right. the air then putting it back down on the ground and it just occurred to me that he plays a different game than what yeah, I've right. grown <laughs> up playing like it was just that that and the moment when I went to take off after uh, in a game I was um, chasing this guy that um had the had the ball. I remember chasing like he got a pass down the wing, and I'd I'd basically run to we're running towards the goal, and I was yep. in, in pursuit of him as it were. And I remember just going, "All right, time to really put the back burners on." Yep. And uh, as I did, uh, didn't get any closer because uh, <laughs> he was a sixteen-year-old kid who was fast. <laughs> and I just went, "Yeah, you know what? Maybe uh, maybe it's time yeah, to uh, retire." Annoying. This is uh, now. What are your thoughts on the offside rule? Do you think it works? But p- there's no offside in hockey. There is no offside in hockey, and it works really well for that. Right. Um, I don't know that it would work as well in soccer. Yep. Uh, so the thing, the thing with the offside rule in hockey, um, is the ball can transfer a, l- a lot quicker. In hockey, you play yeah, on astro right, turf and point. that sort of stuff. Um, it's so you can get up there in like less than a second, really. Yeah. Oh, mate, it it could. Uh, yeah, the ball. Whereas the soccer ball takes. Yeah, good point. The ball uh, transfers a lot quick. So it, it's there's, and that's exciting to to watch and see. Like, and it just because the ball can transfer, like you can like you can pass the ball around over the the field very quickly yep. between two or three players. Then it's fine to spread all those players out. Whereas um, soccer like it's it's a little more. Uh, I mean, I suppose you can go aerial or whatever, but it just doesn't, yeah, it doesn't transfer yeah, anywhere yeah. as quickly. So, I think when when hockey used to be played predominantly on grass, the offside rule made perfect sense. But yeah, I'm I'm a fan of uh, I'm a fan of the the current yep. sort of. I think they've even got to the point now in hockey where you used to not be able to, um, uh, if you were taking a free hit, you had to pass it to someone else. Okay. Now you can sort of pass it to yourself and play on and. Yeah, right. Everything's about getting So are we
1: it. still are we still the top of the world in hockey? We're the men's and women's. Um so we won a few gold medals we're up there,
0: but we're not I don't think we're the men neither side had great Olympics. Um uh probably probably didn't achieve what they wanted to achieve, but we're con- consistently in this sort of top 3 or 4 yep. of uh, of the world, I I'd, I'd say. Um, which is it's great, but d- see, this is the thing with hockey now. Like we we're talking about speed, is now a lot of the time um, they're they're basically f- recruiting young sprinters and teaching them. Right. Put a put a stick in their hand and teaching them yep. to play. Um, is it, it's it's the the a- that emphasis now at the development is all on the speed rather yeah, than yeah. the uh, the, uh, the. So steel there's there's a couple of um, Olympic sprinters
1: who've been. Uh, headhunted by sevens rugby teams to just they just give them the
0: ball and tell them to run. Yeah, no one can catch them. Exactly, exactly, and that's um, I mean, that's not it's not uncommon. Like Nova Paris, um, yeah, she played played hockey for Australia and then you know in the next Olympics she was uh, running, but so it's not totally unusual. But yeah, now it's more and more you need to be super super quick, um, which you know look at me. Um, wasn't necessarily my, uh, my forte. my are we working a 100 in 12 <laughs> seconds in your, ha- in your heyday. <laughs> 12? <laughs> 14? I don't, I don't know. In the, uh, maybe in my first car it was a V6. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. No, it was just, uh, yeah, the, the speed thing. Like, I was a, I was always a defender, sort of a half or a fullback. Okay. Yeah. Sort of hang back. But, yeah, like, it was all right. Like, you know, it, w- it just takes me a bit longer to get to full speed than it did, uh, yeah, right. did a lot of the other guys. But yeah, now it's all about that yeah, The The opposite of the, opposite
1: of the uh, Ferrari. Instead of going 0 to 60 in three seconds, you're 60 seconds to get to...
0: Yeah, I'm, like, an old, yeah. I'm like the old locomotive, mate. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, get it going, but then if you have to stop me too quick, there is a chance <laughs> I'll derail. Yeah. So right. <laughs> <laughs> take everyone out with me. It was, uh, yeah, no. So you, play, you played soccer, obviously. Was that yeah, I played sport? soccer
1: and cricket when I was younger in what, Canberra. What was your thing in cricket? Um, a bit of an all-rounder. I bowled a bit, batted a bit. Um, yeah, not a huge success. Loved playing. Yeah. Huh. Um, <laughs> no, nothing too interesting about <laughs> it. Nothing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no career highlights you want to? Uh, One career yeah, highlight.
1: Whatever. Let me think. Um, I, I came in at. Uh, I got a hat trick once when. I, oh really? A, in under tens, got my name in the Canberra Times. Nice. That was the, probably the career highlight. Yeah.
0: Did you get the trophy? Get the ball mounted or anything? Yeah, I got the
1: ball mounted. But it's a good thing in the Canberra Times, they, they um, uh, cover all the junior cricket. So when someone you know makes 50 or gets good figures, you get your little name in the in the Canberra Times the next nice. week. So that was, was good.
0: Yeah, we used to get that, but it was the Coral Free Press. Probably a little bit less distribution, to yeah. be honest. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't, Just uh, a guy on a typewriter. <laughs> and handing <are> <laughs> out <laughs> <laughs> and flyers. I got a hat trick in under-14s. And um, it was... Uh, was My uh, the last wicket was a um, was an LBW, oh, yeah, and uh, my old man was the umpire. So right. uh, <laughs> there the, the, there was uh, the the guy was plum as yeah. But I and my old man's the kind of guy where I reckon if it hadn't been super plum, I was it was more likely to go against me because he's just that guy. Yeah, okay. He doesn't want to be seen as biased. Like yeah. Sort of up and down, sort of a guy. <laughs> so I went. It's like he's back, back. Like I think he's basically stood. You know, when they they square up, he's basically stood yep. back in right, both pads in front of the yep. stumps, about an inch away, and <laughs> it's hit him about halfway up the stumps, and um, we've all appeared. Yeah, given it, and the the batsman threw. That's cheating. <laughs> this fourteen-year-old is that at how long of all places?
1: Yeah. I had a similar thing where um, when I was about sixteen or seventeen, I started playing grade cricket so I played like third grade or something like that yep um, oh no it was a l- lot l- 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 less than that probably fourth or fifth but um, the, someone from the batting team would just go umpire they do not have proper umpires yep and they just sent me out there and I didn't I was just very green and young I was <laughs> just alright go umpire <laughs> and in the first over right where our team is um, batting the big L with goes up and it looked and I was like yeah right out and then the the number three comes out is the captain and just blasts me. Tom, what the fuck? You don't give an amount. <laughs> out. It's, like, it's your own teammate.
0: You're fucking... Was I thought like, it was plumb. <laughs> mate, it was so hard to get an LB. D-. If you had other teams... Like, yeah, I didn't know. Unborrowed. I didn't
1: know that, you know, you don't give it. There's no run outs. There's no run outs.
0: Basically, you've got bold and caught at slip. Mm. When you've got them, and even then the stump has to knock completely out of the ground. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you've got to have bowled the ball from a foot and a half behind yeah, the line yeah. to not get <laughs> no ball. It was, uh, yeah, that was. Um, I remember doing that. Like it, but the and two like, it's hard. Like the pressure on a like a young kid. Yeah. When playing yeah. with men. Yeah, that's right. Um, I remember the first game. It was one of the first games of men's cricket I ever played. I played over at. Um, was when I was in corolla, so we you only had basically um, three grades of men's yep. cricket. So it was A grade, B grade, C grade, and um, my first game was in C grade, and I, I bowled really well, got good figures. And the next week, um, I was supposed to be in B grade, but then someone dropped out in A grade, and the right. A grade captain sort of saw me as the he's like, oh this, is this potential young bloke, so he takes yeah, under yeah. his wing. And I remember going out to bat, and um, we're on turf, and because um, because we. C grade. I thought I was going to be playing C grade all year. I hadn't bothered buying like proper spikes right. or anything. So I'm just there in my runners on turf, <laughs> and the uh, I'm batting at number eleven, and you know it's yep. basically just trying to get the see through the day, and um, and the first ball, like he bowls sort of short pitch, and I back up and just like try and defend it, and uh, it hit me that hard that I was on my toes like because up on my toes and I just slipped straight over <laughs> like just first ball just defended and it looked like the ball had knocked me off my feet yeah, it right. was so bad I just remember being so embarrassed just getting up and like this is the keeper and the slips are all laughing yeah, they're right. like, oh, mate, that's, they knew it That like, was yeah. good about it it was um but yeah that that first thing you you don't realise realise, because you feel like a big like, you know, I would have been the same thing, sort of fifteen. Yep. And you feel like, you know, I'm yeah, I'm big like I'm a, and then all of a sudden you're playing with actual men and yeah. you're just like, oh no, this is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they're uh, all they're all turn up hungover. They're all Oh man. Yeah. I, I do
1: even in, even in junior creek we used to play I remember once a guy we were about seventeen, his dad turned up. And literally kicked him out of the, opened the passenger door, literally pushed him out, and he tumbled out, still hung over <laughs> and fell onto the car park. So yeah. I remember
0: mm-hmm. the first one of the, <laughs> one early on. I remember getting a lift with a guy out to uh, out to Wangaratta, and um one mm-hmm. of the, uh, I'd just got that Christmas I'd got a new cricket bag, like a yep. great nice big grainy cricket bag. And so it's on the back seat. And anyway, he's smoking the whole way, butts a cigarette out the window, but it flies back in the... Cause right. <laughs> no air conditioning, flies back in the second window and sits on my... And burn a little hole in my new oh, bag. <laughs> it's just like... And he's just like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like the idea of even now smoking in a car. But yeah. he's just... It just, yeah, it was um, different times. Yeah. Different times. I, I love that though, playing. I th- it was one of the more fun things, is like, yeah. As a, yeah, as the a amount kid. of
1: characters. There's one guy I played with who ran a burger stand at night. So it was his job. He was up all night running a burger stand at the middle of Canberra. That was his job. Oh, wow. so, and then turned up the cricket the next day, 8 a.m., like in the city after, sells kebabs to people when they're drunk. That's basically yeah. it. There's another guy who <laughs> he didn't turn up one week and is uh, a bit cagey. in the next week, oh, what happened last week? Oh, I was in jail. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, just spent the night in jail. So we had—I um,
0: remember there was a guy who was um, playing in, in Newcastle. Worked worked at BHP, mm. and he um, used to the night shift. And um, I remember he's—he—he he was basically a first grader, but um, would play—you know—play down the grades because he d- couldn't play the hours of first grade because he because he was. Um, you know, working. Yeah. So but you needed to sleep at some stage. So first grade start earlier and finish later than uh, than, you know, the, the lower grades. I remember one game he was playing, he's he's batting um at uh this on this little ground at Wall's End. Must have been third grade and um he's just going nuts. Like just going nuts. Like, you know, we'd got them out and then he's gone into open and he's just going nuts. But he's realised he's going as in smashing around Yeah, the park. smashing yeah. him around the park. And um he's he's just in a hurry to uh, To get going, because <laughs> right. he, he was gonna get his runs, get out, cause he had to get to work. And at one point, he's hit this, um, hit this six, but it's rolled into the creek. Yeah. And you know they're taking their sweet times, oh, the heads down, like you know as you do when you're getting carted by a bloke. Yeah. He took his, took his gloves off, threw the bat down, ran over, gets the ball out of the creek, throws it back to them, <laughs> runs back. <laughs> like, can we get this over with? <laughs> oh, I need to get to work. Well, we had another guy. There was, um. There was the guy who used the groundskeeper. This bloke by the name of Russell, who um, he like if he could get through a sentence without using F and C, right? It was amazing. Like it was. I remember turning up to him. His son, um, played his son played and um, and this other uh, best mate. This is when we were playing. He must have been playing third grade or second grade or something. But, yep. Um, we. I, t- I remember turning up and the they're just sort of sitting around. At this ground, you know, a bit early, and uh, it's like there's there's Russ, uh, it's Russ's son, and the I see the bag for this other guy who yep. was this is he a really interesting guy. He used to play, he'd play um, in our winters. He'd put be playing baseball professionally yeah. in Germany, right. and then he'd come back and uh, spend the Australian summer here, and he would just play cricket with with us. Um, but he'd been we're getting towards the end of the season, so he's going back to Germany soon. So he'd been on this fitness kick. They'd been out the night before, and I I said to him, oh, where's, I forget his name, where's so-and-so? And And they're just like, oh, he's in there, he shit himself. And I'm like, what? And uh, I go in there, and he's just there in the sink, in the change rooms, washing his own (laughs) face. (laughs) <laughs> like what? What happened? <laughs> oh. And they'd been out in the drink the night before, and he he just like minor fart issue, like f- followed right. through on a fart. <laughs> <laughs> but instead of like getting a new pair or whatever, he's just washing them in the sink, <laughs> just like Jesus. because he'd been he'd been off the grog, and these guys were good drinkers. Yeah, right. And so yeah, that's and as a seventeen-year-old kid just walking, in, going, yeah, this, <laughs> this is super normal. <laughs> was, Have uh, you heard about?
1: Um, I think it was like those. Pakistani fast bowlers. It was a Macram. I think it was, who played for Sydney Uni, a couple of times uh, back in must be twenty years ago. Yep. And I've heard stories of him. He'd they'd put it, he'd open the bowling, take four or five wickets in a few overs. <laughs> then he'd get yeah, sub off the field, drive off with in you know, a like a convertible with some model, come nice. back an hour later, finish off the tail. <laughs> <Like> That's fantastic.
0: <laughs> It's, uh, it's something about those, life. something about those guys that are just that much better than <laughs> everyone yeah. at cricket. Like it's just, or it's just sports in general. Like yeah. it was. Um, I remember, I remember. Uh, yeah, some of these, some of the guys I, I I played with that just were like there was a bunch of those guys like like the, the guy that that shit himself and a few of them <laughs> that I ended up <laughs> That's playing. That's how he's with. known now. <laughs> Be- yeah, <laughs> but they were guys that they were guys who athletically like had they. Would they, if they tried and mm. focused, they would have been playing first oh, grade? yeah, but they just loved mucking around. Yeah, so <laughs> there's pl- plenty of people like that, <laughs> which you know, you're supposed to like, you know, the third grades and second grades are supposed to be oh, you get the young blokes through, you show them stuff. Yeah, but it turns out the guys that are teaching them are just lunatics. Yeah, they could <laughs> be playing <laughs> higher, but aren't it's uh, I miss Is I miss playing sport in general? Yeah, so I was playing indoor soccer up
1: until about yeah, six months ago. Um, and once you build up a bit of fitness, it's great. But, you know, one injury and you're out for six weeks, like your knee goes. Yeah. It's just... Yeah, Not your as mind young as you used to be, Tommy. Yeah, your mind tells your foot to smash it in the top
0: corner and you just end up falling over. It's hey, it just occurred to me. Tom... Th- now, the name Tom Orr... Yeah. It, now, obviously yours is spelt different to the soccer room. Yeah. I actually <coughs> realized that I knew a, knew a guy called Tom Orr right. growing up. I went to school... How was he spelt? Uh, O double R. Right. There was a f- the family um they're from uh little what town only occurred to you now? Yeah, well I just I. D- <laughs> no, because okay, I went to school with his sister, Sally. Oh right, okay. Uh, who was a lovely, lovely girl and um good mate. And she uh, we went to yeah, we went through high school seven to ten yep. um together and they were they're from out my way the way. And um her younger brother was um was Tom. Yeah, right. And yeah, that's a Sorry, that just occurred to me then. <laughs> that's fascinating. Must be an absolute legend. But yeah, yeah, he was I don't know, a couple of years younger than me, so it wasn't like I was hanging out with him all right, the time, right. but he seemed all right. His, uh, yeah, his sister was nice. But, um, so you, Canberra, how long were you, so you went, you didn't bother with uni, you just went to Um the UK? Yeah, I
1: went to, so I went to the UK for about two and a half years. Yep. Um, the visa was two years, and so I think stayed a bit longer, and it extended. Um, I had a, Bunch of different jobs. Um, yeah, I was working at a hotel, a bar. I was a uh, security guard at Wimbledon for a couple of days. Security uh, for a couple of days. What? <laughs> uh, well, I I think what happened. There's some really strict shirt policy, and um, I didn't pass the you test. You need. You so. have to have one. Yeah, it had, to be, it had to be perfect. Like you checked. You got checked on the way out. And that kind of thing. I can't remember the exact details now, but um, I remember on, on the first day I was there. We were like security guards at the back gate. And um, you're there for you know, nine hours. During the half hour of my lunch break, Tom Cruise walked in and I missed him.
0: Oh. <laughs> that summed up my day. That was your... Uh, that was. Yeah. Security at Wimbledon, they get a lot of trouble at Wimbledon. It strikes me as <laughs> incredibly civilised.
1: <laughs> yeah. But I ended up going to the final that year, actually, which is good. Um, the Pat Rafter-Ivanuzvic... Oh, nice. Finals,
0: that was great. Yeah. yeah. It's a good golden uh, golden era of Australian tennis.
1: Yeah. We haven't really had... Uh, oh, no one likeable. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. We've had a few good players, no one to really want to hang your hat on. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: I think Leighton Hewitt won it a bit after that, but... Um, didn't he turn out to be much more likeable in the context of the young blokes we got now? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Remember when he was like, oh, what a wanker. All he did was um, yell, come on. Yeah, what you wouldn't give to have yeah. him back as opposed <laughs> Not to... Not blame the players oh or my god, <laughs> coach. Lunatics we've got playing for us now are just, yeah. Did you, you get into the tennis at all? Oh, I'll watch the Australian Open
1: or if it's on, yeah. It's a good game, I like it, but um, I don't follow it as closely. No. I don't, yeah. Did you ever play? Oh, I play casually. Yeah, casually. You're a bit friends. of an all
0: round sportsman.
1: Yeah, I mean it's in Canberra's when I grew up. It's very outdoorsy. It reminds me of um, walking down the street here actually. Big backyards, a bit um you know, a lot of space as opposed to the inner city of Sydney. Yeah, so in the west where you are, man. In the west. Um so yeah, there's tennis courts and
0: um you know, football pitches down the road. Yeah, yeah. But actually there's de- just down the road here there's there's um baseball fields and everything oh so nice it's, um, yeah it's good, good part of yeah. the world to be see there's bike tracks and stuff I actually just got a bike just before Christmas cool and so uh, been exploring the uh, tracks I did the saddest thing though um, the other day I went for a went for a ride and uh, got about I don't know how far I was from home maybe 5k or whatever but on the way back and uh, got it flat right and I was like oh this is a nightmare so I thought, oh, we'll see what I can do. So I pull over and I've got the little pump on the bike and the, you've got the spare tube and everything there. And I thought, I thought maybe I can, because it seemed to be going down. Like I I think I could pinpoint when it happened and when I actually noticed that it was actually going right, proper right. flat. I, like, this, I think this is a slow leak. I think I can get some air in this. If I can just get some air in this, I'll be able to, you know, maybe get home. So I um get get the pump out, put some air in it, think, yep, I'm all right. So I go, just charge off. And then it went down again. But by the time it went down again, I was maybe two and a bit k's from home. Okay. So I was like, it's not worth... And I'm like on the side of a main road. So I'm like, it's not worth getting the tyre levers out and changing the tube and everything here. I'll just walk at home. Okay. Do you know how much of a loser you feel (laughs) like? With your helmet, walking, <laughs> above. it's just—it's the saddest <laughs> thing you can see. I think. You said, uh, people assume that you can't fix it, or yeah. You know. <laughs> and I'm walking, i was, I'm walking, and I was like, oh, I feel like such a loser. Like, and it's something—it's one of those things. Not like if you get shat on by a bird, like it's entirely not your fault, but you just feel like a loser. Right, right. You know, you ever, you ever get those sort of things? <laughs> it's incredibly sad. I was just—I was—I remember. I was walking and um, a mate of mine rang. He goes, hey, what are you up to? I said, I'm doing the most humiliating (laughs) thing I could be doing.
1: (laughs) Um, Speaking of cyclists and the inner west, there's quite a few um, where I live who they ride around with their helmets on the handlebars because they'd rather be seen... You know, helmets are a bit daggy and all that. So they'd rather be seen as cool than potentially have their... Face ripped off in an accident. Well, the thing it's is, <laughs> like, if you're not going to wear it, don't wear it. But yeah. don't bring it either. Yeah, that's right. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> or or the, the 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 other option is the uh, helmet on but unstrapped, like not strapped underneath. Yeah. it's Like, you know, I'm. You'll be I'm, fine. I'm a little bit. <laughs> as <laughs> long I'm as a little bit
0: safe, but um, I'm a little bit cool. Yeah, like you you you'll be fine as long as whatever's going to hurt you falls directly on top of your head while yeah. you're riding under it. Other than that, if you get knocked <laughs> off, you have got no chance. Yeah, that's yeah. coming off. <laughs> That's um. So yeah, that that uh, that fascinates me. The girls that'll that'll carry the helmet but won't wear it because it's like, okay, it's like the mum said you gotta take this with you. All yeah, right, all right. It's like, well, it's like you, you know, I don't want to. I don't like wearing helmets, but you got to. So if I see a policeman, I'll just put it on. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, what's the chance you're gonna see them before they see you, <laughs> for starters? And two, what's the chance they're gonna go? Oh, if you've got it. And you're not wearing it, that to me seems worse than if, you, if they pulled it at you at all. over yeah. and you, they just, you go, yeah, look, I, I haven't got a, my helmet got nicked. Yeah. Like that at least sounds like an excuse. Like, so like, oh, I don't know how it works. I <laughs> thought that was what you're supposed to just hang it on the handlebars. Like, it's just, yeah, yeah no. I, I'm not a, not a fan of that. I'm, mate, I should see me. I'm all like, uh, all about the You like her as well, or just. No. Not out with I, I'll wear the shorts, but yep. under a pair of actual okay. shorts because I want to get out of control. No, I'm not <laughs> that dude. And oh yeah, I just and wear more like bush mountain biking or road. Uh, it's no, just mostly road stuff. Yep. It's the the type of bike I got. Like um, they, there's they call them sort of cyclocross or enduro road yep. sort of things. They're basically set up so you can ride them like they they look like a road bike basically, but. You can ride them on gravel. They've got a bit fatter tyres and that sort of stuff. Yeah, so yeah. they they're a bit, they don't have to be on a perfect roadway to, to ride them, yep. which is, uh, yeah, I just wanted to be able to have a bike that I could ride pretty much anywhere. Right. So yeah. that's, um yeah, it's, it's good. I, I'm enjoying it, but it's uh it's certainly, yeah, I, I like I'm all about, like talk about the change in, you know, when you're younger and you want to look cool, you want to make sure you don't look, D- daggy yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Now I don't give a fuck as long as they can see me because I'm just I'm so aware of if I get hit by a car I'm fucked. Yeah, right. like it's so. So you got the flashing light? The I do. Fluoro? I got the, you got fluoro top? As I don't well. have fluoro top. I got the um. I always wear like. What I about helmet light? I don't have helmet light. I got this. I got the sweetest lights. Um, I got this. Uh, the, the light I got for the front it just throws out like if you wear it, put it on at night it throws from, out like three hundred lumens or something. Like get actually. <laughs> You know, most of them it just sort of makes. They're up at the International Space Station. There's Andrew Barnett riding there down. There we go. <laughs> Jesus, he must be going <laughs> up a hill because that's pretty slow. Uh, it's uh, yeah, man, I'm all about that now. Like I'm just like I I, I couldn't give a shit. I mm. just want to make sure I don't get hit by a car. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, that's my main thing, and that's the thing too. Is like I find now I I try to I don't I don't like riding on the main roads um for two reasons one not super uh, safe uh, in case people aren't like your drivers aren't watching or whatever but two um i also just don't like the idea of pissing drivers off like yeah right it kind of is annoying cyclists are annoying like i i know that so i'm very aware i don't want to i don't want to be that dude yeah yeah so i stick to the back roads the problem with the back roads is is um is you really don't have a whole lot of (laughs) area at the side so then yeah and there's less lights around there as well yeah but it's i mean it's it's fine oh yeah I j- and too but i just want him away through the back streets to get anywhere is um yeah it's it's like it's testing my knowledge of the area i live in it's like oh it turns out this is a dead end <laughs> and which isn't as cool like you know if you're in a car and you're driving to a dead end it's easy you just turn around and go back yep. like if you cycle all the way to the dead end the end of a dead end and like people are at <laughs> the front watering their lawns and you're just doing a little lap of their, their little yeah, yeah. <laughs> court that you do look like little just <laughs>
1: fucking out the curtain just going uh, another cyclist yeah. Rosie. so after london what what was next just um i came back to sydney and um i studied uh, uh sound uh, like audio stuff you studied sound audio engineering stuff? yeah
0: really for a little while you want to uh, edit a, a podcast my uh <laughs> uh,
1: i could do yeah oh. <laughs> Oh. So that's why I was quite impressed with your setup. Um, so yeah, and then I did that. I didn't actually finish it. I got a job in the music industry, so I was working uh, for Universal Music for a number of years. Doing yeah. what? I uh, started in the mailroom. That's um, a classic story. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing a movie. <laughs> and then I was working in uh, royalties, so paying artists their money. Oh, they must yeah. have loved you. Yeah, it was interesting seeing sort of the back end of a um, big entertainment company. G- gives you a good insight into what goes on and, and all that and, um, but yeah there's a couple of th- times where I got a pretty specific taste in music yep um, and it was very commercially oriented so there's a few times when they'll send our an email saying yeah there's a new hit from such and such really, really excited about it I listen to it. I think that's the worst fucking song I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and then three months later, it's like number one in you know the European dance charts, and everyone's celebrating. Oh. I'm like, this is not uh, not for
0: me. <laughs> not for you. What, what is your what is your taste in music?
1: Um, I like. Uh, I love yeah, Bruce Springsteen, Bob Dylan, um, Beatles. I love Radiohead, uh, Oasis. I love. Oasis. Yeah. Oh, I can see how you became friends with Andrew Paskin. Yeah, me? that's right. <laughs> don't look back in anger at karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez.
0: Um, so, the the... how long did that last, the music industry job? Uh, a
1: few years, yeah.
0: I you've Three, done a few different
1: five. jobs. Uh, yeah, I, I've had more jobs than a character in a Tom Waits song. <laughs>
0: <laughs> look at you showing off your, ma- your music knowledge dude! Titles, yeah, um, yeah, quite a few. That's um, and so, d- what what uh, prompted the get out of the music industry? Oh, I got
1: made redundant. Yeah, so it was um, Sorry. a good a decent, Sorry about that. yeah payout, and um, a few of my bosses got made redundant as well. Blame Napster or? Yeah,
0: that's basically it, bastards. <laughs> so it's a it is a it's a weird change. Like it's weird now to think about how much people spent on music. Um, oh, I imagine back in the eighties, oh. That was that was the high t-
1: To work in the music industry would have been perfect back in the eighties, early nineties. Yeah. Well,
0: too. That's a that's that's where you had one hit wonders that made money and were able to live. Yeah, yeah. Now nowadays, like, I don't think, and, and maybe I'm wrong. I'm just this is built on some fairly large assumptions. But I thi- I get the feeling that it's mostly about the the money's mostly made in the touring side of things, yeah, rather yeah. than the. Yeah, they, they renegotiate sales. all the contracts
1: now t- for the record company to include the touring, which they didn't used to do. Oh, really? And so they try and get a cut of the touring, the merchandise and everything else because they're not making enough on on the record sales. Wow. Yeah. That's apparently, they're starting to make a bit of money through streaming, but I don't know how accurate that is.
0: Yeah, it's it's hard to know because, like, there's, like, I, I don't know, like, if you listen to any of the streaming services, like your Pandora or... Oh, um, Spotify. I'm big on Spotify. Spotify yeah. yeah, but... I, I, it's hard to know. Like they're providing, like Pandora, for instance, I'm on the one I'm most familiar with. But the, unless you're paying the premium, for the premium, it's just ads. Yeah. yeah. But there's not that many ads. Um, and if you're from Pandora or Spotify and you're listening, um, I don't want any more ads. Yeah. Thanks a lot. But um, but you got to wonder how much the artists are actually getting... They're not getting much. I remember doing a
1: royalty uh, statement for someone who had a massive hit in Europe. Who got played? I think I got played on Spotify half a million times, and they got about three hundred bucks. Oh wow! So yeah, it wasn't much at all. Yeah, that's not a lot at all, is it? That's uh, yeah, that's. But um, yeah, I think it might have changed a bit now. But it gives, gives them, you know, exposure and. That's <laughs> whether that the, whether that's any currency of, at all. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> exposure. That's, that's what uh, people, you know, promise bloggers or young journalists. Yeah, yeah, it? it's yeah. good for your profile. Yeah, yeah. It's like,
0: well, if no one's ever paying, <laughs> unless me,
1: unless someone c- coughs up for the profile.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's uh, yeah, that must be a difficult thing. That's it. oh, that's interesting. So, yeah. how long ago was that you finished that? Uh, three years ago. I was gonna say it can't be. There. It can't have been yeah, too yeah. long ago if you're dealing with Spotify. Yeah, yeah. As, as that was first coming on. Oh wow, that's a. So, you, what is it, Spotify? What, why Spotify is your favorite? Um, I, or I guess why is Spotify s- your favorite? Started with,
1: I just that's just when I signed up with. Um, it's great you can get the whole back catalog of artists. Yeah. There's How no, d- no um, Prince. There's no
0: print. Or Prince, prints. the artist formerly known as recently. Oh, <laughs> Recently no deceased. Uh, that was your main thing. Look, I'm after a streaming service that has absolutely no Prince. <laughs> Thank you very much. No, that was the
1: downside. But if, uh, if if Prince's estate would like to release their his back catalogue to any streaming service, I'll be signing up.
0: Uh, are you a Prince fan? Yeah, it's great. And have you Have you heard Al Benny's Prince stories? I have. Yeah, it's very he's impressive. A, he's uh yeah. He's a massive Prince fan. Okay, I can't say I look. Like, I don't mind. Prince. yeah, But I can't say I yeah I do not I I d I don't I don't necessarily get the obsession to be honest. Yeah, right. But um I remember what was the song? You know the one with the um Oh man, I'm trying to remember the song. It was on like I remember I had hundred percent hits volume six or something. What year was that? Must have been ninety six maybe? Right. Nine Purple nine. rain. Purple no it wasn't Purple Rain, it was Kiss. um the one yeah. where he goes, he almost talks a bit of it. Where he says, um, "Look up in the air, it's your guitar." Like, and he's, in the film clip. He's actually holding his guitar above his head. Oh right, okay. <laughs> so, I was like, "Wow, this guy's creative." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. I'm not. I'm not. Cream. Cream, Cream, yeah, of course, yeah, okay. that song, and I was just like, "Wow, this is <laughs> like I, I just remember going, this is super loaded with sexual innuendo." It must <laughs> be actually. I reckon that was even earlier than '96. I reckon that could have been '93, yeah. '94. Yep. But yeah, it's um, that was a yeah interesting, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> that was my first exposure to Prince, and I think it sort of maybe. No, maybe that was like, ah, uh, maybe Prince isn't for me. And then I came back to some of the other stuff yeah. later.
1: Yeah, I got to admit, I'm not like a um, lifelong diehard fan because there are people who are way, way bigger fans than me. But yeah, a sort of casual fan. All right. You, okay. don't, you know how obsessive some people
0: can be. I don't want to come across as one of those. <laughs> don't <laughs> want a fanboy. Yeah. Fanboy the estate of Prince. <laughs> Although the offer for the signing up to a streaming service is still <laughs> if that's available. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, look, I'm not going to buy the buck catalogue, but uh, <laughs> if someone wants to probably pick it up it, for 25 bucks at JB Hi Fi. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's probably at this point you could probably get <laughs> some, get it. That's fine. Um, all right, mate, that might uh, have to do us for time, but sure. thank you very much for coming in. No out, problem. Tommy? Thanks for having me. Excellent. Bye. Cheers.